You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you and the message coming right up is crafted by heaven not just to challenge you but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel. Amen. Praise God. Well, I want to start tonight by saying a big, big thank you to Apostle Goodheart and his wonderful wife, Pastor Bimbo, for the privilege afforded me to be a part of the conference this year for us just to learn the word of God together and be impacted by uh, God, his presence, and uh, it's been awesome know we're gonna have a great time yet praise God thank you so much sir thank you ma'am so grateful for the privilege well the theme of the meeting is the God of wonders the God of wonders and um, I'll take my text from Psalm 77 Psalm 77 we'll read a verse of scripture there Psalm 77 and we'll read verse 14 Psalm 77 verse 14 it says, Thou art the God that doest wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Let's take note of the first part of that verse. It says, Thou art the God that doest wonders. Heavenly Father, we don't mind telling you we love you. And the reason we love you is because you first loved us. Thank you because you are the wonder-working God. Thank you because you are a mighty Father and indeed our own Father. We approach your word tonight humbly and reverently. We know that you have things you want to accomplish in our midst. We trust that you'll move as you so desire. Make my tongue like the pen of a ready writer. Thank you for the greater one. Thank you because he will live big in me tonight. He will rise big in me. He will think through my mind. He will speak through my lips. He will act through my deeds. He will anoint me to stand and minister in the office of my call. And we give all praise, honor, and adoration for everything that will be wrought in our midst to that worthy and majestic name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Well, talking about the God of wonders, which is the theme of the meeting, and um, we need to just be stirred up in our hearts that our Father, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, He is a God of wonders. He is a God of wonders. Earlier today, I was just doing some studying and um, just going through the accounts of miracles that took place in the Bible. In the Old Testament alone, I counted about 83 minimum. In the New Testament, another at least 80, and there were much more than that, uh, miracles that God did. Listen, he's the miracle walker. He's a miracle walker. You see, Jesus, the very name, has within it miracle walking power. It may have been thousands of years since the humble Galilean walked in our midst, but you see, he's still the same as he has always been in that miracle business. 
a stream of miracles flowed from the hands of the apostles that upset Judaism and shook the Roman government to its foundations. The apostles had made a discovery that the name of the man they had loved, they had seen nailed to that cross in nakedness, now has power equal to that which he exercised while he walked in their midst. Jesus, his life was a miracle. His teachings were miraculous. His wisdom was miraculous. His ministry was miraculous. His death was miraculous. His resurrection was miraculous. His ascension was miraculous. And perhaps the most staggering miracle of those wonder days was the day of Pentecost. When the Holy Ghost was poured forth. We read in Acts 2, 1 of 4. The Bible says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all together one accord in one place. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Fill all the house where they were sitting. They prayed unto them cloven tongues like as a fire sat upon each of them. Says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. As a result of being immersed in the Holy Ghost, filled with the Holy Ghost, we see Peter, the fearful Peter, who had denied the Lord just a few days prior, now clothed with a boldness, clothed with a courage that startles us. Those guys heal the sick. They raise the dead. They cast out devils. They did the miraculous. Praise God. The Acts of Apostles are a sampling of the first 33 years of the church and they were simply miraculous. All of that book, you discover that the book of Acts wasn't concluded because the Acts of the Holy Ghost through the church are still being written. Amen. In Acts chapter 1, we see there about Jesus' ascension. In Acts chapter 2, how the Holy Ghost came on the 120, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. Then we see how uh, Peter, as a result of his preaching, 3,000, 3,000 came to the Lord. In Acts chapter 3, we read about Peter and John going to the temple at the hour of prayer. And then there was that lame man by the gate, beautiful. Peter said to him, look on us. The Bible says he looked on them expecting to receive something of them. Said, silver and gold have I none, such as I have divided thee. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Bible says, and he lifting up by the hands, his feet and ankle bones received strength. He walking and leaping, praising God, entered into the temple. That was simply miraculous. In Acts chapter 4. We read how Peter and John, how they were called to question, told not to preach or to speak anymore in the name of Jesus. Then in verse 23 of Acts 4, the Bible says, And being let go, they went back to their own company, reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. When they had heard, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, O Lord, thou art God who has made the heavens, the earth, the seas, and all that in them is, who by the mouth of thy servant David had said, Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? Kings of the earth stood up, rulers were gathered, against thy child, thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, for to do what thy hand and counsel had determined for to be done. Said, And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Grant unto thy servants, I with all boldness they may speak. Speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal. And that signs and wonders may be done by the name of the holy child Jesus. Verse 31 says that when they had prayed, the place was shaken. The place was shaken. Sometimes we get excited when people begin to shake. The place shook. And it says they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Speak the word of God with boldness. In Acts chapter 5, 
The Bible says in verse 12, by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. In verse 15, in verse 16, talks about them putting the sick on beds and couches that the shadow of Peter passing might overshadow them and they were healed. In Acts chapter 6, read in verse 8, where it says Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. In Acts chapter 7, read in verse 55, where that man saw the heavens open, saw the glory of God. His face shone like he was of an angel. And those guys that stoned him, he prayed, he said, Oh Lord, lay not this to their charge, receive my spirit. My God, that was love unspeakable. That was outstanding. In Acts chapter 8, we read from verse 5 to 8, where the Bible talks about Philip. It says he went to Samaria, precast unto them. The people gave heed to one accord, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. Unclean spirits, crying out of loud voices, came out of many that were possessed. Many that were lame had the palsy, were healed. There was great joy in that city. Verse 12 tells us, uh, when they believed the preaching of Philip concerning the kingdom of God, name of Jesus, they were baptized both men and women. Verse 14, when the apostles at Jerusalem had that Samaria received the word of God, sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. As yet, it's fallen upon none of them. Verse 17, they laid hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. That was right there in Samaria. Then we go to Acts chapter 9. We read in verse 10. You know where the Bible talks about a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. To him said the Lord in a vision. And Ananias said, Behold, I'm here, Lord. Said, Arise and go to the street which is called Street. Inquire in the house of Judas. For one called Saul of Tarsus. Behold, he prayed, seen in a vision. A man called Ananias. Coming in and putting his hands on him that he might receive his sight. Immediately Ananias began to plead his case. Lord, it looks like your iOS is not up to date. You see, this guy is a persecutor of the church. But Jesus said, Go thy way. He's a chosen vessel unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and the children of Israel. I'll show him how great and mighty things he must suffer for my name's sake. Verse 17, and Nas went his way, entered into the house, putting his hands on him, said, Brother Saul, the Lord, even Jesus, that I prayed to thee on the way as thou camest, has sent me that I might just receive thy sight, be filled with the Holy Ghost. And that same man, Saul of Tarsus, an enemy of the church, a persecutor of the church, 100% for the devil, he turned right around and became perhaps the most outstanding, outstanding, outstanding minister we have in the early church. He did more in 39 years than any denomination has done in 500. Just one man. Now that was a miracle. That was a miracle. The book of Acts is filled with miracles, miraculous happenings. Read in Acts chapter 10, how Cornelius saw an angel, how uh, he was sent to get to Peter. Read in verse 44, while Peter yet spake the word, you know, those who were of the circumcision, as many as came with Peter were astonished that on the uncircumcision also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. They heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. And we could go through all the chapters in the Acts of the Apostles and we see that it was miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. Listen to me. Christianity began by miracles. It is propagated by miracles. Every new birth is a miracle. Every answer to prayer is a miracle. Every victory over temptation is a miracle. If you take the miraculous out of Christianity, then it loses its virility, its fascination, and its fruitfulness. It's simply a miracle. Miracles, miracles, miracles. You see, there's something in the heart of man. He craves the touch of the unseen. He yearns to live in the atmosphere of the miraculous. 
Why? Because he was created to be the companion of the miracle walking God. See, God, he's a God of the miraculous. The very first page of the Bible in Genesis chapter 1, we read how he flung the whole thing into being by just speaking it into existence. And it will say again, you know, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and was void. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. There was light. And that's how he created everything. And God said, and God said, listen, that was miraculous. First 27 verses of Genesis 1, we see an account of him in creation. Praise God. We see how Enoch the man was translated that he should not see death. That's a miracle. We read about what happened with Noah and with the flood that came upon the earth at that time. That was a miracle. We read about the Tower of Babel in Genesis 11. That was a miracle. How their languages were scattered. We read about how God called the man Abraham and how God walked with that man and God did the miraculous through him. The man was 99 years old. His wife was 90 when the lady was pepirimpi, when she was a younger, something was the matter. She couldn't conceive. Now, she had passed childbearing age. Plus, she had a fertility issue. Plus, she was now old. So, it was, listen, it was horrible. It was impossible. But God showed up to that man. He said, I'm the Lord God Almighty. I'm El Shaddai. I'm El Shaddai. The God who's more than enough. And he said to him, he said, by this time next year, your wife is going to be with child. And it came to pass. That was a miracle. God's dealings with Abraham, it was a miracle. God prospered that man. God blessed that man until a whole nation got scared of him. That was a miracle. We read about Isaac. He supplied himself to the world he had with Jehovah. And what happened? He reaped a bountiful harvest a hundredfold. We read about Jacob. God's dealings with Jacob. My God, that man was something else. Yes, he was with his flaws. Yes, he was with his faults. But he was a man who treasured spiritual things. He was a man who valued the things of God. He knew there was something about the covenant they had. He wanted that covenant to continue through him. He coveted it dearly. And then we saw how God protected him. He walked with Laban. His wages were changed 10 times. And none of it was, a, was an upward review. It was always a downward review. But what happened? The man became so wealthy until the wealth of Laban was transferred to him. Listen, that was a miracle. We read about uh, the sons of Jacob. We read about Joseph. How God showed him in a dream what his future was going to be. How God took that man from the prison put him as the premier of egypt listen that was a miracle that was a miracle a string of miracles throughout the whole bible amen because he's a miracle walking god he's a god of wonders he's a god that does signs he's a god that does great things he's a god with whom impossibilities do not exist and listen he's your father he's your father if you've been born again he's your father Read about how God said to Abraham, he said, your descendants shall be sojourners in a foreign land, 400 years. He said, but I bring them out with a strong hand. He said, and that nation I'll judge. And then he spoke to the man Moses. And then Moses threw a string of staggering signs. A nation came out of a nation. And then how the plagues, God's judgment came upon Egypt. How God brought them out. Psalm 105 verse 37 says he brought them forth with silver and with gold and there was not one feeble person among their tribes listen that was a miracle that was supernatural and it's this god we're talking about he's the one that did it and then when they were coming out 
and there was the Red Sea in front of them. There was uh, uh, the, the, the Egyptians trying to capture them again. They were behind them. And on one side, there was mountainous country. On the other side, there was wilderness. And then Moses began to cry to God. God said, don't cry to me. He said, go forward. Say, what's that in your hand? Stretch forth that rod. Part that sea. And the sea parted. My God, that was a miracle. That was staggering. For 40 years in the wilderness, he preserved them. He kept them. He provided for them. One time, they began to murmur. They said they wanted flesh. God fed them with so much flesh, it came out of their nostrils. Listen, that was a miracle. Even Moses had said, how are you going to do that? How are you going to rain? Are you going to rain meat from heaven? How will that be? God told him, just stand by and watch. And he did it. A God of wonders. A God of wonders. And then they lapped, last lapped into atheism because they backslid after Moses' death and Joshua's death. They went back into those practices, those heathen practices. But then through a string of miracles again, the judges came. We read about Samson, how a man with his bare hands would tear the lion apart. And you see, it goes all through. And I could take you down memory lane. You want to talk about David and his mighty man. When they went to battle, they didn't need to count themselves because they could not be killed. How one man will kill 800 men. And it's not a Chinese film. It's not some film trick. This is for real. One man, one man, 800 people. My God, these were men who knew the covenant. They walked in the covenant. They had a covenant with this God of wonders that we're talking about. And listen, Malachi 3, 6, it says, I'm the Lord, I change not. He hasn't changed. Not changed the lick. Not changed the bit. Amen. Finally, we read in the New Testament. The Bible says in Hebrews 1, from verse 1 through 3. It says, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Glory to God. So you see, Jesus is the very outshining of the Father. Philip said to him one time in John 14, said, show us the Father and it sufficeth us. He said to him, have you been with me so long and yet you have not known me? He said, he that has seen me, verse 8 of John 14, has seen the Father. So Jesus came as, a, as an unveiling of the Father God. He came to reveal the Father. In John's gospel, the first chapter, from the first verse, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life. The life was the light of man. The light shined in darkness. The darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came as a witness of that light. He was in the true light. He only came to bear witness to that light. It talks about him being the light that lights everyone that comes into the world. He said he came to the world. The world knew him not. Came to his own. His own received him not. But as many, verse 12, as received him to them, gave you power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, who are born not of flesh or blood or the will of man, but who are born of God. Verse 14 says, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So Jesus came to reveal the Father. Jesus came so that men will have a real conception of what God was actually like. And Jesus in his earth walk, he was a miracle walker. 
Acts 10 38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. We read in Acts 4 verse 23 says he went there about their cities and villages teaching in their synagogues preaching the gospel of the kingdom healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. We get into chapter 8. You read about the leper that came to him said if thou wilt that can make me clean from verse 2 to 4 said I will be thou clean read about the centurion from verse 5 to 13 Jesus said I have not seen so great faith no not in Israel we read about when he got to Peter's house and Peter's mother-in-law was sick with a fever and he touched her and she ministered to them she was healed instantly verse 16 says and when the even was come they brought unto him men in our possessed with devils he cast out the spirit with his word healed all that were sick verse 17 that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying himself, took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Listen, he's still that same God, that same miracle-working God, that same wonder-working God. That's who we're talking about. He's the same one. He's the same one. You get into chapter 9. We see about the man who was paralyzed. I like Luke's account of that. In Luke 5, 17 and 26, he taught the power of the Lord was present to heal. And then that man, they couldn't, he couldn't get into the place. They put him through the roof. His four crazy friends let him down. And he left that place with his miracle. So we could give account after account after account. I could take you through all the miracles one by one by one to show that God did miracles in those days. And listen, he hasn't changed. Hebrews 13 it says Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forevermore he's a miracle working God you see man was created by this miracle working God man is the offspring of the miracle worker something in man makes him an inventor makes him a discoverer makes him an investigator is that miracle element thing that's on the inside of him because he was made to be the companion of the miracle working God you see people, so psychologists, famous psychologists in the U.S. one time, uh, everybody was startled when this same man who had denied the miraculous, he penned, put his signature, he bowed to the, the priestess, high priestess of spiritualism. We were all startled when that happened. Why? Because man is looking for miracles, real or imagined pseudo or otherwise anywhere the miracles are anyone anywhere whose prayers are heard whose prayers are answered you're going to see the crowds because man yearns the touch of the unseen man wants to see miracles and listen to me it's not difficult to experience the miraculous to experience the supernatural it's not difficult i'll leave us with i said all that by way of introduction i'll leave us with two simple things Two simple keys. How do I experience this miracle working God? How can this God of wonders show himself strong in my behalf? How do I walk in this miraculous realm? How do I see these things? Maybe you need a financial miracle. You need a healing miracle. You need a spiritual miracle. You need some sort of miracle in one area of your life or another. Listen to me. You are in the right place tonight. You are in the right place tonight. Why? Because the miracle working God is still alive and well. Amen. The miraculous is not something that we can reach. It's not something that we can have. It's not something that we can touch. It's simple. 
how to get the miraculous, how to get the supernatural, how to see the hand of God. Basically, there are two things that will produce the miraculous. Basically, like I said, many other sub-things. But basically, there are two things. One way, if you want to experience the God of wonders in your life, personally, or you want to experience him walk through your life, because he also wants to walk wonders through us. The number one key is faith. The number one key is faith. Faith in the word of God will produce the supernatural. Any day, faith in the word of God will produce the miraculous. You see, in Romans chapter 1 verse 16, the Bible says, For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17 says, For therein in the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. You see, the gospel is the power. The gospel is the power. The gospel is the power. That's God's power. If you want to see the power of God, preach the gospel. Because the gospel is the power. 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 When we preach in one meeting one time in Kaduna, a few years back, they wanted me to teach about the name of Jesus. Wow, I said, this is interesting. A seminar on the name of Jesus. Well, the first night, Friday night, I taught. And then I told them something. I said, on Sunday, I'm going to minister to the sick. And you're going to see blind eyes open. You're going to see deaf ears unstopped. You're going to see cripples walk. If you've never seen that before, don't miss that service. And I said, listen, I'm not going to do any extra fasting. Now, we ought to fast. Nothing wrong with fasting. We ought to pray. We, we, I'm going to talk about that tomorrow, tomorrow morning. There's the place of prayer. But I said, I'm not going to do any extra of that. I'm just going to use the name of Jesus. Just like any other believer can. Amen. Just the name. Just the name. It's not because I'm a preacher. Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. Shall they cast out devils? They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. If they drink any deadly thing, they shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. No doubt God uses men. God anoints men, yes. But listen, you see, the gospel itself is anointed. The gospel itself is anointed. Joe Hernandez said something one time. He said, the fellow that led him to the Lord wasn't saved. But the fellow presented the gospel. Well, you see, the gospel is a power. The message itself is anointed. God's power is on his word. In Hebrews 4.12, the Bible says, For the word of God is quick and powerful, living and operative, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder, soul and spirit, bone and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. So God's word is full of his power, is full of his ability. Luke one thirty-seven says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. Amplified Classic says, No word from God is void of power, void of ability to make good. So you see, God's word is called the word of his power. The word of his power. That message is backed by the power of God. I knew that. And I just wanted them to see it. Well, Saturday night I came again and I said, well, remember what I said yesterday? I'm still saying it. One of the miracles don't miss that meeting. Because they will happen. And um, why they will happen is not because I'm praying and I've been on the mountaintop. No, I'm just going to use the name. Now, there's the place of prayer. Don't get me wrong. But you see, I wanted to emphasize something to them and I wanted them to see it. Just the power of the gospel, the simplicity of the message. How just by announcing that message, how just by using the name of Jesus, how the miraculous can happen and will happen. Well, that day, that morning, 
Somebody says, did you sleep in the night? I'm sure you prayed all night. No, I didn't. I slept all night and I slept real good. I didn't pray extra. I prayed like I should as a believer, as a minister. My regular prayer life, I maintained it. Well, I got to that meeting that Sunday morning and I simply taught again. Then I said, all right. You know, I said that we we're going to minister to the sick today. I said, you know, there are some healings you can't tell right away. Because uh, it'll take a doctor to tell you that you're healed. You know, there's some healings like that. Uh, sometimes I, I've been in meetings. I've heard people give a testimony. Oh, I got healed of diabetes. Say, how do you know? Said, I felt a warm, warm glow. Yeah, the power of God can manifest as a warm glow. And that's great. But why don't you go to the doctor? Let the doctor confirm it. Then you can come tell us. Praise God. And then we, 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 we can shout about it. So I said, I'm not going to start with those things. I'm going to pray for all the sick. But I want to start with the ones we can see. I said, okay, any deaf people here? Just any deaf. Is anybody here? You brought someone who can't hear. There were three of them. I said, okay, those three people, are they really deaf? I asked the people around, confirm, are they deaf? Is it real? Is it a fact? Uh -uh. Some people look like, if you don't have miracles, shut up. What are you saying? Is it real? They are deaf. Can't you see? I said, okay. The people close to them, put your hands there. They did. I said, in the name of Jesus, ears be open. I didn't have to shout. You see, it's not shouting. It's not perspiration. It's not any of that. It's the name. It's the name. The power is in the name. The authority is in the name. Jesus said in John 14, 13 and 14, And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. In verse 14, he said, If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. P.C. Nelson outstanding greek scholar he said that the literal greek there says if i don't have it i will make it for you if you will demand it as your right as your privilege in my name see i knew something about that name and the power that's in it well i prayed for the three of them didn't leave the pulpit two of the three their ears popped open instantly everybody saw it it was like wow something is happening there were two cases people who couldn't see one of them, the eye popped open instantly. Everybody could see that. Then I said, is anybody here who's crippled? There was this uh, mother brought her son. He was paralyzed. Young boy, paralyzed. Brought him to the platform. As soon as he brought him, tried to stand him up, he fell. He couldn't stand on his feet. Both legs were paralyzed. So I asked them, is this boy really paralyzed? Or did I plan it? Am I the one that brought him? You know, does anybody know this family? You see, somebody says... Why are you so confident? Look, I didn't have any revelation from God. God didn't tell me to do it. I didn't have a vision. I didn't hear a voice. All I did was I read in John 14, 14. If I will demand it in his name, he will do it. I was just simply acting on the naked word of God. I know that the word of God is powerful. I know that the word of God is anointed. I know that God said he will back his word with signs following. And I just presented that message. I was confident. I was resting. I, was, I knew what would happen ahead of time. God will show up. Amen. Because the gospel is the power. Well, and what happened? People confirmed, yes, we know the family. He's paralyzed. He's been like that for a while. I said, okay. I said, have you seen a miracle like this before? I said, you want to see one? You know, when you know in whom you have believed, you know, you make younger small. You just make it small. Younger small. I'm not the one doing it after all. He's the one doing it. My name is not on the line. He's not me. He's his name. He's his word. He's his power. He's the miracle worker. He's the God of wonders. Then I moved back. I moved back well. So that he won't be, you know, Yes, Jesus appeared to me 
1992, January, uh, June the 1st, he caught me up to heaven, laid his right hand on my head and said to me, I called you specially, anointed you specially, do what I called you to do. Yes, I'm anointed with the tangible anointing of healing power. It flows through my hands. But I said, I'm not going to minister with that. I'm just going to use the name of Jesus, the same thing every believer can do. So I moved back. I said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. What was the next thing that happened? In about three minutes time, that boy and I were running after each other in front of the platform before everybody. And everybody did, what? It happened. And I said, all right, the other sick come. Let's minister to you. I just did that to let them see that the gospel is the power of God. It's anointed. It's anointed. If people will receive that message and just mix faith with God's word, let me tell you something. There is nothing that cannot be done. Nothing, 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 nothing. My elder sister. So this is not someone I don't know. I know this story. It's my own sister. Person that was born just before I was born. Same father, same mother. We grew up in the same house. Well, after their first child, she was told she could never have another one. That it's impossible. Uh, tried and tried. Doctors here got to the UK. They said, told her the same thing. Well, they told her there. They said, if your tummy ever starts swelling, it's not a baby. It's a tumor. You can't have a child. But that was an opinion, right? That, not, that's, that's an opinion. And thank God for the doctors for what they can do. I have faith in medical science. I do. It wasn't the devil that gave, they gave doctors that knowledge. It was God. The, de the doctor is fighting the same devil the preacher is fighting. He's using natural means. We are using spiritual means. Proverbs 18 verse 9 in the Amplified Classic, the latter part of the verse, it says, He that doesn't use his endeavors to heal himself is brother to him that commits suicide. You are not Boko Haram, so don't act like one. If you need medical help, get it. And don't feel condemned about it. Are you listening to me? God walks through that too. Praise God. Thank God for that. But this was one of those cases that couldn't work. Well, my sister stood in faith. We talked about it. She said she believes God. You know what happened? Shortly after she went to the hospital, she said, I believe I'm pregnant. They said, you can't be. She said, well, check me. They said, no, there's no use. Stop wasting our time. Well, they checked that. She was. It happened. Well, you know the funny thing? Just a few weeks after she lost the pregnancy. You know, you say, what? What they had waited for? Seven years. Well, you know what she did? She said, yeah, it happened once. It can happen again. <laughs> she stayed positive. A few weeks after, she took in again. Ah, boy. You know, every time I'm in England and I get to see him, I just get excited. Yeah, he's about 11 now. Praise God. Listen, there's nothing. Impossible is an opinion. It's an opinion. It's an opinion. Impossible does not exist. Not with our Father. Not with our God. He's the same God. The one who parted the Red Sea. is the same God. The one who caused fire to come down on Camel. is the same God. The one who raised Lazarus from the dead. He's the one I'm talking about. He's the same God. When the wine finished in Cana Galilee. Who multiplied uh, uh, the bread and turned the water into wine. He's the one I'm telling you about. And simple faith in God's word will produce miracles. And what's faith? It's not complicated. It's simply acting on the word of God. Acting like the Bible is true. It'll produce the miraculous. It'll produce the supernatural. Just faith in God's word. Faith in God's word. Preaching that gospel. Presenting that message. If people will mix faith with it, it will work. You see in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. 
The Bible says, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. It says, but the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. So for us to profit from the gospel, for us to profit from the word of God, we need to mix faith with it. And I've heard some people say, you see, that's my problem. If only I had faith, I know I'll be able to get my miracle. Oh, I need faith badly. Oh God, give me faith, give me faith, give me faith. Listen, you don't need to ask God to give you faith. If you're saved, you've got faith. It takes faith to get saved. Saved people have faith. The new birth is the biggest miracle that there is. If you've already believed for that, you can believe for anything else. The same faith that got you saved will get you healed. The same faith that got you saved will get you your financial miracle. The same faith that got you saved will get you anything else you need. All you need to do is just feed it on the word of God and exercise it. Act upon it. In Acts chapter 14 from verse 7 to 10, we read, the Bible says, and there they preach the gospel. Verse 8 says, and there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent at his feet, a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. Says the same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him, and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand upright on thy feet. The Bible says, and he leaped and walked. A lifelong cripple. A lifelong cripple. He didn't attend a seminar, just a single service. Just one service. In fact, the service hadn't even finished. The message hadn't even ended. What happened? The man heard the gospel. Paul preached the gospel. You know, one fellow told me one time, he said, look, we, we preach the gospel. We don't preach healing. Listen, there's no separating healing for the gospel. Healing is part and parcel of the gospel. What Paul preached there was the gospel. But the gospel Paul preached was a gospel that got a lifelong cripple healed. Amen. Because... Christ is the healer. Still the same healer. Yes, I know the new birth is primary. Uh, the salvation of the lost is primary. Amen. A man's spirit being recreated is primary. But let me tell you something. In the same work of redemption that dealt with the sin problem of mankind, he dealt with the sickness problem as well. Isaiah 53. It says, Who hath believed our report? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? He shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of a dry ground. He has no form nor comeliness. When we shall see him, there's no beauty we should desire him. He's despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Verse 4 says, Surely he hath borne our griefs. Literal Hebrew, sicknesses or diseases. And carried our sorrows. Literal Hebrew, pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted he says but he was wounded for our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him he says and with his stripes we are healed verse 6 says all we like sheep have gone astray everyone had turned on his own way he said and the lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all Verse 10 says it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He had put him to grief. He had made him sick. He made Jesus sick with my sicknesses. He made Jesus diseased with my diseases. On that cross, our sins were laid on him. Our sin nature was laid on him. Our diseases were laid on him. He bore it all and he bore it for us. Why did he bear it? So I won't have to. So you won't have to. Because there's healing for us today. There's healing for us today. So it's a part of the gospel. Romans 1.16 I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It says for it is the power. It is the power. The power of God unto salvation. That word salvation is a word soteria. 
implies the idea of deliverance, safety, preservation, healing, and soundness. Listen, the gospel is God's ability to preserve you. Yeah, yeah, I know there's, there's a, a fear, a, a natural fear in the country. The issue of kidnappers and all that stuff and insecurity and all that stuff. But let me tell you something. I've learned to dwell in the secret place of the Most High. And so I abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord, He's my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him do I trust. Surely he delivers me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He covers me with his feathers. Under his wings I find refuge. His truth is my shield and buckler. I'm not afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor the destruction that wasted at noonday. A thousand may fall at my side, ten thousand at my right hand. It won't come near me. Only with my eyes do I behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because I've made the Lord who's my refuge, even the most high my habitation. There shall no evil befall me. Neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. He's given his angels charge over me. They keep me in all my ways. In their hands they bear me up, lest I dash my foot against the stone. I tread upon the lion and the adder. The young lion and the dragon I trample on the feet. Because I've set my love upon him, therefore he delivers me. He sets me on high because I've known his name. I call upon him and he answers me. He's with me in trouble. He delivers me and he honors me with long life. With long life, with long life, he will satisfy me and he shows me salvation. See, that's what the Bible says. And it will work for anybody. It will work for everybody. How do we get to get it to work for us? By simply mixing faith with it. And like we said, it's just acting on God's word. It's just acting on God's word. So maybe you need a healing miracle or you need a financial miracle. You need provision. Let me tell you something. God does such miracles. There was the multitude. They, they ran out of food. How are they going to feed 5,000 men? Not to talk about the women and children. All they had was five loaves, two fish. But listen, he blessed it. He broke it. Gave it to the disciples. And when they were done feeding, there were 12 baskets left. Why? Because he's Jehovah overdue. He's Jehovah too much. God had to put his signature on it. I'm the one that did it. He's El Shaddai. He's the one who is more than enough. He's your daddy. A miracle walking father. He does such miracles by simply just mixing faith with the word of God. Mixing faith with the word of God. How do we mix faith with the word? Romans 10, 9 and 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. With the heart man believeth unto righteousness. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We mix faith with God's word by simply believing what the word of God says and saying it with our mouths. Believing what the word of God says and saying it with our mouths. You know, the Bible says that when they say there is a casting down, we will say there is a lifting up. You know, their fear in the world is not our fear. You know, their dread is not our dread. It's not. It's not. It's not. In Mark chapter 11 verse 23, Jesus said, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever, 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 anybody, anywhere, saint or sinner, whosoever, whosoever, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Whosoever can have whatsoever. Whosoever 
can have whatsoever. Let me tell you a secret. You see, if you talk about the lack of finances, it will stop the money from coming in. If you talk sickness, it will develop sickness in your system. Our words dominate us. Our words dominate us. Our words dominate us. Our words rule us. They rule us. They rule us. Proverbs 6.2 says, Thou art snared by thy words. Thou art taken, taken captive by the words of your mouth. You said you could not do it. And the moment you said it, you were whipped. You said you did not have faith. And that instance, doubt rose up like a giant and bound you. You talk failure and failure held you in bondage. Our words dominate us. Proverbs 12, 18. There is that speaker like the persons of a sword. The Bible says, but the tongue of the wise is health. The tongue of the wise is health. I don't talk sickness because I don't believe in sickness. I believe in health. I believe in healing. I haven't had a headache now in about 30 years plus. And I don't mind telling you, I'm not going to have one. Yeah. 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 If I couldn't get healed any other way, but by taking drugs, I'll be glad to take it. And I won't feel condemned about it. But I just haven't needed it in decades. Why? Because I found out the gospel Proverbs 4, 20 to 22 said, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them. And they are health, mape, medicine to all their flesh. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying be foolish. I'm not saying go and do something stupid. You know, there was a time the devil said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, jump down. Jesus said, yeah. And the devil was trying to tell him because God said he will give his angels charge over you. Jesus said, it is also written that thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I'm not saying be foolish. I'm not saying go and do something stupid. See, Jesus took away our sins, not our brains. Are you listening to me? The Bible says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. So, faith and wisdom are not mutually exclusive forces. They can work together. Are you listening to me? So yes, we do everything we should do in the natural. While we trust God for him to do what he should do in the supernatural. And you know, his word works. It does. It does. The gospel is a power. By faith in God's word, you can get any miracle. I'm telling you. You say, what about finances? Listen. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. The Bible says, For we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, Yet for our sakes he became poor, that we through his poverty might become rich. The basis of our prosperity is the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That's the basis of it. Galatians 3.13, he says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14 says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. So we're redeemed from the curse of the law. The curse was threefold. The first part of it was spiritual death. The second part of it was sickness and disease. The third part of it was poverty. Poverty is a curse. Poverty is a curse. Poverty is a curse. Child of God, you are not under the curse. You are not under the curse. The blessing of Abraham is yours. You know, sometimes people say, well, the idol of my father's house. Hey, there's this ancestral cause that is pursuing me. Listen to me. The ancestral blessing is on you. 
you are tied to Abraham by ancestry. Now, I'm not saying ancestral courses don't exist. They do exist. But I'm saying they don't have to exist in your own life. Why? Because you are the redeemed of the Lord. God the Father has delivered you from the authority of darkness. And he has translated you into the kingdom of the son of his love. Satan does not have authority over you. Now, when I'm talking about financial miracles, I want you to understand this. You know, uh, I'm a guest minister. Are you listening? Uh, sometimes guest ministers, we say things and then we cause trouble for the pastor after we are gone. I don't want to do that. So I want to be clear what I'm saying. Is God saying that we shouldn't walk and he won't bless the work of our hands? That's how he's going to bless us. If you don't put your hand on something, then God has nothing to walk with to bless you. You know, the Bible says, he that does not walk, he should not eat. So I like to put it like this, no food for lazy man. Are you listening to me? So God is going to bless the work of our hands. The blessing of God is upon you. You are not the curse, you are the blessed. There are principles we can put to practice. Like tithing faithfully. Like giving generously. By being, like being diligent in the work of your hands. Being committed to your local church. Amen. Having a strong work ethic. But listen, by faith, mixing faith, acting on God's word, you can get any miracle. No matter what it is. No matter how long standing it has been. No matter how difficult it seems. Yes, I know I said two points. But you know something? If I can get to the second one tonight, I'll talk about it tomorrow. It's okay. Praise God. So by faith in God's word, we can always receive. By faith in God's word, we can always receive. Now, there are times when the Holy Ghost can initiate something on his own. There is what we call manifestations of the Spirit. And when there are manifestations of the Spirit, you, don't, you may not be in faith. I've seen people, you know, uh, who got healed. They said, I still can't believe it. Of course, it wasn't their faith. God reserves the right of divine sovereignty to do whatever he wants to do. Whenever he wants to do it, however he wants to do it, provided he does not violate his word. And sometimes through manifestations of the spirit, God does things like that. I was in a church service one time. I was even good to close the service. I shut my eyes to close. And all of a sudden, I heard these words. There's a lady here with an ovarian cyst. I stopped. I just heard it. It just popped up inside me. So I popped. I said, who's the lady with the ovarian cyst? She was seated in front. She lifted up her hand. She said, she's the one. I said, well, the Lord, have me tell you you're healed. That was all. She went to the hospital the next day. It was a Sunday. Went to the hospital Monday. They couldn't find the cyst. It dematerialized. Now, what was that? Was it my faith? It wasn't. Was it her faith? It wasn't. What was it? It was just God initiating something. God does initiate things like that. One time I was preaching uh, in, in, somewhere in India. Actually teaching. And then, as I do sometimes, I was moving in the crowd. There was a lady who was seated somewhere in front. And then I heard these words on the inside of me. Tell that lady she's healed. I didn't even know she was sick. Well, I know that voice. I'm acquainted with it. So I stopped. And I told everybody, listen up. I'm human. I could miss it. But the Lord will have me tell this lady she's healed. The lady didn't show much emotion. Just did stuff like praise God. And that was it. So I continued. After all, I'm just God's errand. I'm just God's errand boy, right? I'm just the errand boy. Amen. I'm not the one. I'm not the healer. I'm not a performer. He's the performer. I'm the believer. We are the believers. He does the performing. I never feel obligated to perform. Oh, let's see what you can do. I can't do nothing. I don't do nothing. God is the one who does everything. I'm just his errand boy. Praise God. I, I, you see, eh, the Bible says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchman wicked but in vain. Let me tell you something. I sleep well. Eh? 
Well, well, well. I sleep well. I'm not under pressure. I'm not under tension. I'm at rest. I'm at rest. Fully at rest. Well, I said it and I moved on. You know what I found out later? She had a heart, an incurable heart disease. She was instantly healed. One of those meetings, there was this fellow, he was bleeding. Bleeding. He was actually bleeding right there in the service. It stopped instantly. And I've seen things like that happen. Just the Holy Ghost initiating stuff on his own. We are open to those things. Amen. We teach them. We preach about them. We pray in the spirit. And it opens us up to those manifestations. And we're going to see more of them. But let me tell you something. Whether we have a manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Or we don't have a manifestation of the Holy Ghost. Faith in God's word always works. You see God can initiate stuff on his own. Because he's God. But you don't have to wait for God to initiate stuff. Amen. You can initiate it by yourself. And you know what I've also seen? When we emphasize the word, we have more manifestations of the Holy Ghost. When we put the word of God first and just put out the word, we see more things happen. We see more things happen. I remember this meeting I was in. I did something that day. I haven't done it since then. This was June 92. I said something. I said, I want any 10 people to come out. Any 10 people. I don't know you before. I've never seen you before. Just any 10 people. If I can supernaturally tell you about you, what I don't know any other means, would you believe this is God and that he wants the Lord saved tonight? He wants the sick healed tonight? 10 people came out. One of them was a vet doctor. I found this out later. When he was getting off his seat, he said, it's impossible. He has never seen me before. He can't know anything about me. It's impossible. Well, the 10 came. Now, I know something because I'm anointed along those areas with the laying on of hands. And I felt a nudge in my heart to do that that day. And because the Lord was leading me to do it, I did. Well, I got to the first person. The moment I touched them, stuff. Sometimes it's just like I'm seeing a, uh, watching a TV screen. Stuff just shows. And I start seeing things about them. Second person, third person. Sometimes I know people's names, houses. I describe things like that. Details, car numbers, things like that. Sometimes that works with me. I can't make it work. I'm not the one who does it. It's the Holy Ghost. And it's as God wills. Mine is to prepare myself. Amen. Get ready. And if he wants to move in that direction, fine. Remember another meeting I was in. I'll, I'll fill you in on this story. Remember another meeting I was in. That spirit of seeing and knowing just came on me. There, there were five people seated on a section. I pointed at the first one. And I said, such and such is your name. Such and such is your mother's name. Such and such is what's happening in your life. Such and such is what the Lord will have me tell you. I pointed to the next one. To the third one. To the fourth one. But then I... It, it happened like that for about four of them. Then suddenly it lifted. When it lifted, what did you do? I just stopped. I said, well, it's gone. <laughs> Amen. What was that? See, sometimes God will do some things as a sign. It's not to show him anything. No, no, no. God once spoke Hebrew through a donkey. <laughs> the fact that God uses you in some spectacular manner doesn't make you any better than a donkey. Are you listening to me? The Corinthian church were canal. As in, somebody there was sleeping with his father's wife. As in, they were taking each other to court. As in, they used alcohol for communion. And they got drunk, communion table. The carnality that was there, eh? It didn't have part two. Yet, you know what? The Corinthian church came behind in no gift. They came behind in no gift. Are you listening to me? So yes, sometimes God does these things. And let's just celebrate them. As a usual thing, I don't like people putting eyes on me like I'm one something. Listen, I'm as human as you are. Just like any other person. It's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Amen. 
It's the anointing of the Holy Ghost. And I love it when we have those manifestations. I remember there was this meeting I was in. I finished preaching. There was a crippled man there. The Spirit of God said to me, I want you to demonstrate. <laughs> I like it when he tells me that. I jumped off the platform. I told everyone, Say, see that crippled man? He's going to walk right now. Just watch it. I went there. In the name of Jesus, I held his leg. You know, the leg turned loose. The guy started running in front of everybody. He was instantly healed. Well, that was a manifestation of special faith. I knew ahead of time what was going to happen. And it did. Yeah, sometimes things like that happen. And we need to preach more about them. We need to talk more about them. We need to covet those manifestations more. The more we covet them, the more we're going to see them. And like something that Frederick Casey Price, Dr. Price used to say, that he would rather have fake tongues and interpretation in his church than have nothing at all. He said, I want it. You know, whatever you're not up on, you're down on. Are you listening to me? Something about those manifestations of the Spirit. You know, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, from verse 1, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I'll not have you ignorant. Ye know that you are Gentiles, carried unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God, call it Jesus accursed. No man can say that Jesus is the Lord by the Holy Ghost. Says now that diversities of gifts were the same Spirit, differences of administrations were the same Lord, diversities of operations were the same God that worketh all in all. Says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man who profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another the word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. To another the gifts of healings. To another the walking of miracles. To another prophecy. To another descending of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. It says, but all these work at that one and the self same spirit. Dividing to every man severally as he will. Yeah, those are nine ways the spirit of God manifests himself. Why does he do it? Those things are a means of supernatural advertisement for the gospel. One time I was in India. They brought this lady to the service. She was in chains. Chains. Physical chains. Demonized. You know, here in Nigeria, people will say their house help is possessed. She's not possessed. If you see possessed, she won't stay. If she's possessed, she won't be your house help. You won't be in the house again. A possessed person is violently insane. Yeah. But you know what? It's just the name. In my name. In my name. In my name. In that name, she was set free. The name did it. Sometimes God will initiate things like that on his own. Just to remind us that he's God and he's alive and well. And many times, baby Christians, even other Christians, more mature Christians, we all need some of these things once in a while. Remember Acts 21. Uh, Agabus got there to Philip's house, took Paul's girdle, tied his own hands and feet, said, Thus said the Holy Ghost, so shall the Jews at Jerusalem do to the man that owned his girdle. Now, why was Agabus saying that? Was he trying to give Paul direction? No, no. No matter who gives you a word, if it doesn't bear witness to what you have in your own spirit, don't accept it. Don't accept it. Well, he told him, Paul already knew. Some people have said Paul missed God going to Jerusalem. He didn't. When he got to Jerusalem, Jesus said, Be of good cheer. As you are born witness of me in Jerusalem, you will do in Rome. Remember what Jesus has said to Ananias. He's a chosen vessel unto me. To bear my name before the Gentiles and kings and children of Israel. How did he get before kings? By going to Jerusalem. By getting imprisoned. Then he stood before Agrippa. Then he stood before Bernice. Then he stood before Festus. Then he stood before Felix. Then he appealed to Caesar. So that was a part of his commission. Amen. Praise God. So sometimes these things work like that just to bring blessing, praise God, to all of us. And we all need them. We all need them. We all need them. 
we ought to all stay open to those manifestations. The more we teach about them, the more we preach about them, the more we pray for an increase in those manifestations and are hungry for those things, the more we're going to see them. 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 <laughs> Tova, Mananta, Mananta, Mananta. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. You've struggled. And it's been like you, you were just spinning your wheels. And things weren't moving. And you applied more effort. And things weren't moving forward. And if anything, things began to go backward. You did everything you knew by the books. And it just wasn't working. The business was just going down and down and down. Listen, said the Lord. It's a time for a turnaround. It's a time for a turnaround. Don't be afraid and don't despair. And stop giving in to those thoughts and to those lies of the enemy. It's not over. He's not done with you. It's turnaround time. It's turnaround time. It's turnaround time. So when you leave here this evening, on your way back home, you say to that business, it's time for you to turn around. It's time for you to pick up. Things are picking up for me because the lines are falling onto me in pleasant places. And I have a goodly heritage. And then listen on the inside. You see, th th sometimes it's a little direction you need to take. Sometimes it's a little adjustment you need to make. Sometimes it's just tapping into his wisdom that lets you know the next turn and the next thing. And yes, 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 it's turnaround time. Now, if you're a business person, amen. You say, was that talking to me? Well, if it fits you, then claim it. Now, if you're a business person, just where you are on your seat and you want to say, yes, I want to see a turnaround in my business. I want to see miracles in my business. I want to see God's favor in my business. Stand up on your feet. I'm going to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I stand in agreement with these ones. We know you are the miracle working God. Yes, in the country, things, because of uh, what we are all aware of, things that have happened in recent times, things have been down. But we serve you. We serve you. You are the God of wonders. You are the one who said that in famine and in destruction, we shall laugh. I stand in agreement with these ones. I believe God with them like they are believing God for a miracle. 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 A boat sinking, net breaking miracle of your provision in the name of Jesus. Yes, they will do the things you tell them in their hearts. Yes, they'll make the adjustments they need to make. They're not going to be crooked. They're not going to cut corners. They're going to play straight. And thank you because they will experience, they will experience provision miraculously in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Do you believe that? Sit down and say, yes, I believe that. I receive that. I take that. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Thank you, Father. 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 Someone, when you bleed, you don't heal. It's something to do with the clotting factors in your body. When you have a cut, it doesn't heal up easy. You have a cut and it doesn't heal easy. You know what? He doesn't have to stay that way. Amen. You can be healed right now. If you're the one, put up your hand where you are. Every head bowed and eye closed. Praise God. Amen. Something, uh, there's a, con a name for that condition. But you, you, when you bleed, 
if you have a cut or a wound and you start bleeding it doesn't the bleeding doesn't stop easy it just goes on and on and on that thing is going to stop tonight where are you put up a hand where you are put up a hand where you are i'm still looking for the person i'm still looking for the person if i don't see you i'm going to move on praise god i'm still looking for the person amen something to do with your your clotting the clotting a system in your body when you have a cut and you bleed it doesn't heal on time it doesn't the bleeding doesn't stop on time and then it's caused you to it's it's been some source of concern for you concerning some other things you've thought of doing amen who are you who are you who are you amen you can be healed right now just lift your hand where you are lift your hand where you are i don't see you uh, if i don't see you i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it and i'm gonna move on praise god glory to god glory to god Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. There's someone, every head bowed, it's substance. You're bound. Substance. You're bound to substance. I don't want to embarrass you. And the cameras are not going to embarrass you. Amen, either. But you're bound. Uh, substance. And you're bound by that thing. Listen, he's a wonder-working God. He's a wonder-working God. And tonight is your night. Today is your day. Amen. That stuff, you're going to be set free from it tonight. Amen. Just lift up your hand and pull it down immediately. Yeah, I've seen your hand. Pull it down. In the name of Jesus, I break the power of that substance over that young man. I say be free. I say be loosed in Jesus' name. Amen. While my eyes were shut now, I saw a heart. I saw a heart. Amen. I saw it. It's an enlarged heart. And there's something with the, with the right atrium of your heart. Who is that person? Amen. There's some heart condition. Amen. And something with the, the right atrium. Maybe a valve there or something. Who are you? Praise God. I see your hand in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Because your power makes that heart whole now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. 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 Glory to God. 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 I just keep hearing it stopped. 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 Listen, it has stopped. It has stopped. It has stopped. It has stopped. It's, it's, it, 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 I'm going back to that thing. It's, it's something. It, it's some bleeding thing. Amen. It has stopped. It has stopped. It has stopped. It has stopped. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. 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 You know, there's something about the anointing. As we yield to it, it just has a way of just getting stronger. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Well, I'm talking to that, uh, the, the, the man wearing the white shirt. With the, yeah, it's you. Amen. Put down your hand. Don't be embarrassed. Pelo, fufufu, meniti, 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 meniti. Yeah. 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 Melo luso. Melo luso. I don't want to say it over the mic. Please come forward. Praise God. Please just come forward right here. Praise God. 
Glory to God. Glory to God. It's none of anybody's business. Not even mine. It's between him and the Lord. Praise God. I'll tell you what he told me to tell you. Praise God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. See, sometimes the Spirit of God just does stuff like this, right? Isn't it? Praise God. We want to be open to those manifestations and just respond to him. Now you see, I'm just God's errand boy. He's the one who does it. Listen. Make sense to you praise God just lift up a hand and praise him glory to God glory to God I didn't have to say it through the mic we shouldn't use gifts of the spirit and harass people praise God glory to 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 God he's a good 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 God and he's our father he's our father he's our father He's our father. You made some mistakes. Bad mistakes. Business decision, actually. I'm talking to an individual. And um, oh, you knew you shouldn't have done it. And then you got scammed, you know. And then in the other part of it, you also lost money. And now it's like, oh gosh. You're just troubled and you're confused. I'll tell you something. God is your father. He's a very present help in time of trouble. Even when you brought the trouble on yourself, is our help. Is our help. Is our help. Praise God. Praise God. Don't fret about that family situation. Yes, don't fret about that family situation. Don't fret about it. Don't fret about it. Don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose sleep over it. You prayed about it. Yeah, don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose sleep over it. Don't lose sleep over it. Watch things straighten out. It will. It will, it will, it will, it will. It's impossible, but it will happen. It will happen. It makes sense to you. Praise God. Just thank him for it. Praise the Lord. He's a good call. He's a good call. He's a good call. I want to pray for the sick. Now, there's the laying on of hands. But you know something? God can heal you right where you are. His hand can touch you right where you are. Amen. You have any condition, you need healing for it. Just stand up on your feet. Amen. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says, in my name, in my name, in my name. You see, the power is in the name. It's the name that does it. Praise God. Put your hand where the condition is if you can. If you can put your hand there, just put your hand where the condition is. Amen. Heavenly Father, I stand in agreement with your people. Sicknesses, diseases that are here represented. We know that with you, impossible does not exist sickness listen up be gone in the name of jesus in the name of jesus 
blood pressure normalize in the name of Jesus that person troubled by that spirit of fear I rebuke that fear no you're not gonna die you're not gonna die it's been harassing you but you're not gonna die you're not gonna die you're not gonna die in the name of Jesus fear be gone in Jesus name in Jesus name that person losing their sight in one of their eyes sight be restored it's the right eye be restored in the name of Jesus thank you father thank you father thank you father uh, some arthritic condition be healed in Jesus name now let me ask you what would you do if you were healed you'll praise him won't you now I'm not saying go live here and do something stupid throw your drugs away no the doctor will tell you when you don't need the drugs anymore are you listening to me amen but begin to praise him and thank him because you are healed because you are healed because you are healed because you are healed in the name in the name in the name of Jesus now if you're here tonight as we're standing every head bowed and eye closed and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior listen that is the most that is the biggest miracle that there is and that's where it all begins I want you to put up your hand where you are at just lift up your hand or maybe you once need a lot there might be people like that there might not be but I would like to close this out without giving such an opportunity you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior could you just lift up a hand where you're at anybody like that in case there is I don't mind telling you he's the husband to the bride the friend to the friendless the compass of the traveler the lily of the valley the rose of Sharon the lion of the tribe of Judah he is Jesus Christ the son of the living God he loves you just as you are he died for you was raised from the dead for you anybody like that and he says he that cometh to me I will in no wise cast him out he loves you just as you are anybody like that praise God looks like it's a believers meeting tonight what about just lifting up our hands and praising him and thanking him amen just thank him are you believing God for any miracle maybe it's not financial maybe it's not a healing or some kind of miracle amen like pastor Bimbo said earlier in the day about us just thanking God about us just praising God see that's an expression of faith amen what about thanking him because it is done because it is done thank him for that miracle praise him for that miracle praise God glory to God I want to ask you a question if you just got a message now on your phone that that thing you've been trusting God for it has come through what would you do wow glory to God let's get excited in his presence wow glory 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 to God let's praise him let's praise him let's praise him let's bless him glory to God thank you for listening to this message we hope you were blessed by it. To get a copy of this message, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or send an email to info at rogic.org. That is info at rhogic.org. You can also download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of free quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow or like our Facebook page, Revival House of Glory International Church, 
and Horn of Revival Ministry. You could also subscribe to our YouTube page at Rogic TV and at Apostle Goodheart to watch messages from the Horn of Revival Ministry. God bless you.